What podcast should I listen to next? Welcome to What Podcast Should I Listen To Next. I'm Mark. And I'm Steve. All right, mate, how's your week been? Or should I say fortnight? I think we should say to our uh, listeners, we've decided to release fortnightly or bi-weekly now. Or if there are any listeners left at this stage. So we did take a week off. You know, it's a cutthroat game, <laughs> podcasting. We could have uh, lost no, them all. They're pretty loyal, Steve. They're they've, pretty all, loyal. they've all moved over to which podcast should I listen to next? <laughs> Um, no, uh, I've had a good couple of weeks. Uh, what have been up to? You know, it's harder to remember when it's been two weeks. Yeah, it's, I feel it's, like I've done nothing. It's, dif- it's uh, difficult. One of the highlights has been going to the Melbourne Storm game. Yeah, the again. socially distanced rugby league game. Yep, again, our local team from how many thousand kilometres away? Whoa, would be 1,200 k's? No, more. More, more. more. Yeah, it must yeah, be yeah, like, like 2,000. 1,700, 1,800, something yeah. like that, yeah. So that's our local Local uh, rugby league team, uh, so we went to see them. So but thanks to COVID, they play on our doorstep. Go COVID! Um, so yeah, that was that was good fun. Uh, yeah, I said it was that. actually good, Steve. Wasn't that like COVID has meant that you go to these things and you've got quite a bit of space from other human beings. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel like a VIP. You just sit there, spread out a bit, have a beer. It's like the way it no always should have been. Yeah, yeah, it should have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to mix. It's people. a brave new world. My dad sent me a. An email quoting an article which is purports to have overheard President Trump having said COVID-19 is a good thing because it means I don't have to shake hands with any more disgusting people. <laughs> He's got a point, doesn't he? <laughs> He's got a slight <laughs> point. <laughs> He's got a slight kind of like, I don't have to touch anybody. That's that's quite. I don't really like touching people or being touched. I guess so, a guy yeah. in that position, you'd be doing a lot of handshaking, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Politicians are ripe for paying. I mean, a lot of politicians have contracted it because obviously they're glad handing all the time. And a socialite like yourself, you'd be on the front line. Front line. I do quite like the fact that you don't have to kiss people anymore. You know, like... Oh, I keep doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Really really inappropriate. But friends came around and the friends that we know quite well, but it's more like Madison's friends... It's her, their their oh, family so you're came kissing over. Children, that's weird. No, it's their family came mark. over, and so the the mother of the family came in. I said, "Oh, good to see you," and gave her a kiss. And it was kind of like halfway through, it was all like, "Oh no, what am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know their attitude to this. This is bad." Uh, and I sort of half apologized, half kind of, "Well, oh, let's just ignore this." But yeah, yeah. Tell me, no tongues. I'll tell you, no tongues. <laughs> No, well, anyway, that's the thing I like. Here, I'll tell you something else that happened, right? Tell me what you think about this. It was around at uh, some friend's house, and uh, there was a three or four sort of groups of people, three three or four families there. And Ooh, party. Yeah, and one of them, their daughter came along because she was going to be close by. She was an adult daughter, you know, she's like 21, sure. I would say, maybe, uh, with her new boyfriend. <laughs> all of the, all of the, the mums who are sort of my age, all the females of the couples, uh-huh. we're all kind of eyeing up this boyfriend, going, oh, look at him. Oh, he's nice. Look at him. Oh, he's muscly, isn't he? And kind of like trying to stand next to him for a photograph and sort of squeezing his muscles and stuff. And I was thinking, imagine how weird that would be if it was the other way around. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like some like young boy brings his girlfriend along and all the dads, all the... <laughs> 40 to 50 year old dads are all going, oh, look at her. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's wolf queer figure on her. Let, let me stand. Next. Like, just it's so wrong. I did feel for the guy. It, I didn't feel the guy. For I the felt guy. for him. Uh, I did feel sorry for him. Uh, but he, yeah, he handled, point, he handled it very days. well. But I, I was kind of thinking about it. Like, this would be so inappropriate. It was the other way around. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. That's cool. I like that story. Uh, That's good. What about you? What's your week? Or two weeks being like? Well, uh, I went to a socially distanced rugby league game. Oh, did you? Yeah, did. Um, yeah. I, actually, what we've, we've both done this, we've both booked holidays recently for uh, the Christmas holidays. Not together. Although you actually did put me on the spot with your family <laughs> and and asked and asked me why did I not want to go on holiday with you guys. And um, yeah. yeah, that wasn't nice of you. But anyway, I, I think I see enough of you. Well, I don't need to be seeing any more of you. I know, but the rest of my family, I mean, they're they're just not getting the same FaceTime with you as I am. 
I feel they're missing yeah. out. Anyway, keep going on. You're off to Fraser Island, the largest sand island in the world, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. I'm off to Lady Elliot Island in the southern Great Barrier Reef. Brilliant for snorkeling. So it just it's kind of one of those things where it just made me think we are very fortunate to be in Queensland. Within Queensland, we, we can't really leave the state the way Australia is at the moment. No, we can. We just can't come back. Okay, yeah. Mm. But... Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Eh? I mean, there's, it's not it's, a bad luckily, place to be. Luckily, the state is massive and there's yeah. a lot to do. So we're, we're actually quite in a, in a fortunate position. And Lady Ella is one of the top, in the top 10 of snorkeling destinations in the world. Apparently so. Somebody yeah, was telling me, so. uh, independently of you. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah. so, oh, also, also, I went to a Scotland versus England restaurant night, which was fun. Two chefs producing, you know, four courses, a Scottish dish, an English dish. And on our table of four, which included two English people, Scotland won pretty handily. Yeah? Yeah. And did it get rough? <laughs> no. I would sort of expect Scotland to win. Yeah? Just I'd, I'm just thinking of Begbie in a, in a pub. Well, it was like, more to do with the, how the food tasted, not fighting, but yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, England should be able to hold their own then. Yeah. yeah. Right. Nice food? It was really good. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Lots Hag- of haggis, haggis black yeah. pudding, yeah. deep fried Mars bars, all the, all the classics. <laughs> That's gourmet. Oh yeah. wow! Uh, so yeah. Uh, also, yeah. Before we get into this podcast, um, can't wait. Yeah, we we said we said about the doing bi-weekly now. Yeah, I think you've put it out on Twitter. It's basically what episode are we up to now? Twenty three, and just with having jobs and young families, it's been pretty taxing doing it every week. So that's probably the reasoning behind it. Yeah. No, no, we've got to fit it into our lives. So we're going to try and carry on on a two-weekly um, schedule. So this week, what have we got, Mark? Well, Steve, this week we are reviewing Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. Did you know about this podcast beforehand, Steve? Did no, you know Vicky Patterson before this, Steve? No, no, and no. Well, I did know Vicky Patterson. I, I don't, expected you would. No, but I don't really know why. She's someone from Geordie Shore, as probably some people will know. I'm honestly not sure why I knew that. I didn't watch the show. It's probably from like a TV review podcast or something that I've listened to that mm. I know who she is. Yeah, well, I, I asked around a few people and quite a lot. Of, well, I think every female that I asked knew who she was. Really? Yeah, yeah. We did ask some of our colleagues at work. And they all knew her. Yeah, they're they're probably they're younger than us. They watch like MTV and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. maybe that's it. Hmm? So is that still on MTV? I don't know. Hmm, okay. So what is Geordie Shore, Steve? Geordie Shore is a reality TV show, and it's a spin-off, or not spin-off, but uh, inspired by remake. Yeah, uh, Jersey Shore, like a lot of reality TV shows, it's successful in one country, and then it's just yeah. sold. Throughout the world. Um, and we should say Vicky Patterson was an original cast member series. on this British version. Yes, uh, British. So Geordie Shore means uh, anyone who's from the UK will know Geordies are from Newcastle in the Northeast. And the original show was Jersey Shore from New Jersey. And it's a fly on the wall documentary. They just film constantly. They had eight, I'm going to say, eight to ten housemates living in a house in. Um, in uh, originally series one in Jesmond, Newcastle, and they just filmed everything and cobbled it together to make it into a, a TV show, reality TV show yeah, in the, in the now familiar format. But probably at the time, it it was still relatively new that format. I think the Jersey Shore is known as a place where people go and party, and I think that's why Newcastle was chosen for the um, the British version. Definitely known as a party town quite a unique identity within England and I think that was why it was the choice of the, the town to go to. It was always famous when we were younger certainly that girls went out in Newcastle and it would be freezing yeah. and they'd be wearing virtually nothing. Virtually Like nobody owned a jacket no. in Newcastle. Like <laughs> no. nobody. And if you did you were soft. Like really <laughs> soft. I can confirm it is a party town. Definitely. Haven't been there quite a few times. Yeah. I do remember one time Relatively recently, a few of us went down to Newcastle from Edinburgh on the train to see a Paolo Nutini concert, which oh, was cool. really good, really good. And then we went out afterwards and we just sort of went up to get a drink and the people at the bar like insisted that we have doubles because it was that's cheaper. That's not common. Yeah. It was, like it was cheaper. It's yeah. cheaper. 
get a double, it's cheaper. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And I came back to the table and I got everyone doubles. I'm like, what'd you get me this for? It's like, I don't, a guy insisted. It's like it was impossible to get a single. I don't know why That's we're drinking place. shots anyway. But anyway, they, no, definitely party time. Yeah. You went down there for the cricket as well in Durham, didn't you? Close to Newcastle. Yeah, we did. Now that was an interesting day out. So yeah, party time. Yeah, so the show itself, I guess you said, find a world documentary with a cast of nothing to do but go to nightclubs, get really drunk, get yeah. off with each other, have fights, get up, go to the gym, yeah. keep doing that for a, maybe a and month. It, and apparently they do it every day, every yeah. day. Like every night they're out absolutely hammered. But I think it's like a month filming. When you were that age, you could have handled that for a month. You'd yeah. have been destroyed, but you could do it. Or would have hated to have been filmed. <laughs> Would have been, yeah, you wouldn't be at your best, would you? But that's not the point, obviously. I don't think that is the point. You have to leave that at the door somewhere, thinking yeah. about yourself at your best. Yeah, well, look, it baffles me, to be honest, why people watch these things. But obviously lots and lots of people do. And I was trying to ask around uh, at work today, because a few people watch it. I was trying to say, like, what do you, what do you, what do you watch it for? And, um, well, Tina <laughs> was like, well, it's just idiots. Getting pissed, fighting, and fucking. <laughs> so I we like, don't have to bleep that. Out. Yeah, bleep that. Out. Yeah, I just can't imagine being on the show. And I oh, guess you wouldn't get on the show. I guess you wouldn't say if you don't if you're not an idiot or don't act like an idiot, you wouldn't be on. So yeah, it's it's kind of hard to kind of then think why I would want to watch it. Yeah, but these people are doing it. Obviously, they want to be famous. Yeah, it's but about the at, only reason at, at that time. Was it a thing? Because right, so I looked a wee bit into the history of reality TV because uh, I didn't have an awful lot to say about Geordie uh, Shore in particular. But reality TV. What's your first reality TV show that you can remember being aware of or watching? Oh, maybe the Real World. Yeah, the Real World. It is. It, that's as far as I, I know. That was the first kind of like put people in a house and film what what they get up to. Actually, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it was number twenty eight, which is a Dutch show which came out a year before the real world and basically does the same sort of thing put people in a house film cool. see what antics they get up to and it's not that surprising because the dutch came up with big brother as well didn't they end them all um the only reality tv show of that style that i think that i've ever watched is the first series of big brother in britain yeah i watched the first series of big brother nasty nick remember that he was he was nasty he oh, was trying nasty. to he was trying to rig the voting oh, i didn't know i didn't like him but yeah i think I thought, oh, that's interesting. And who was the guy he was nasty to? Craig. And he he was like a, a joiner, the chippy or, or, something, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's 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 it. But uh, there's been a lot more series of Big Brother. I don't know if you know. And did you know, like Geordie Shore is still being is still shown. Yeah, still I wasn't aware of that. I thought it had died. It's but yeah, it's amazing. It's still going. And uh, Vicky, but we were told by some people at work today that the new series is rubbish. It's much more tame these days. Yeah. Yeah, apparently people I bet, have... I bet if we watched it, we wouldn't think it was tame. No, but apparently people ha who are on it have seen previous shows and thought, hmm, maybe <laughs> they don't come off quite so well. Maybe I'll try and tone it down a bit. But, no, uh, no, but I, I, going back to what we were talking about, I do think people would have been auditioned for this to be to become famous. These are people who are auditioning for all sorts of stuff on TV. Yeah, Vicky Pattinson refers to being in the industry. Yeah. And at the start, I was thinking, what, the industry? What industry? She's like, what's the industry? But obviously the industry is just being on TV for the sake of being on TV. Being famous for being famous. Uh, because she's been in... Kind of is. I, I, Celebrity I mean, Big Brother. And... and, and um, Celebrity MasterChef. Celebrity MasterChef. Loose Women. I'm a celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Yeah. Loose Women. X on the Beach. She's released lots of fitness DVDs. I guess if you're being kinder to her... I was going to say trash TV, which doesn't sound That's kind really to kind, her. Yeah. It doesn't sound it's kind to nice. her. But it's more that kind of, um, yeah, very easy to digest TV. Nothing too serious. It's a bit of fun. And there's plenty of programs out there for someone like her oh, to be on, like, you know? Yeah, they just, and a lot of them, when I was looking at looking it all up, and, you know, they bounce from one to the other. They're on one show and then they're on Strictly or Dancing with the Stars as it is here in America. The the one that I like the best, which is that sort of thing, like a sports type thing, is the snow sports one. What's that called? Mm. They wreck themselves all the time. It's ridiculous. Like to, Ski they, Sunday? 
No, I don't think it is that. They have to learn to like ski jump and like do downhill and all. Like it's really dangerous. It's nuts. People get people go out all the time. I think Beth Twiddle, who's a gymnast, was on it and really injured herself and stuff. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And and I I was talking to Kerry about about this. I got her to listen to this. I was like, I don't understand why anyone would listen to this. I said, right, could you listen to this? It's obviously aimed at girls. I mean, it's it's a or women. You know, it's a yeah, but that's insulting even to say. I think, isn't it? No, this this podcast is unashamedly and deliberately aimed at, at yeah, women. Yeah, but, but a certain type of women. Well, you're saying that, but I'm saying they're aiming it at women. Okay. And they, yeah. they're probably not choosing a particular target. They're just sure. aiming it at women. Uh, so I thought, right, well, I'll get Carrie to listen to it see what she thinks. Jermaine Greer's not listening. No, she's probably not. The female eunuch, not interested. <laughs> um, but so I phoned her up at lunchtime and said... Right, so if you had a chance, what are you up to? And she said, well, I've been trying to listen to this drivel that you're making me listen to. So Kerry's outside the target audience as well, I think. And that's a very good point, though, Steve, that we have to say right now, we should have said right from the start, we are not in the target audience at all for this. We're a long way off. Yes. Vicky Patterson does not want us listening to it any more than we want to listen to this, mm. to be fair. Mm-hmm. So we've landed on this. Lots of people will love this show we will obviously struggle with it a bit because we don't understand it, but hey, but that's we, okay. We haven't even said, though, what the show is. No, well, we should say the show is Vicky Patterson chatting to friends of hers. people. Yeah. In the industry. Mm. And this episode we, we chose to listen to was episode 17. Yep. That's with Jess Wright. And lucky for us, this was a two-parter. Yes. Did you know Jess Wright, Steve? No, of course I didn't. I didn't, but... As you pointed out to me earlier, I was aware of her brother. So Jess Wright is from... I caught you looking at pictures of her brother <laughs> on the computer. He's saying a, he's, he's a lovely looking man. He, he's a fine looking he's man. There's, very, there's very no good doubt that man. he is a good... You know, some you know people, he's good looking. Is he? I don't know. You look at him and you go, yeah, fair enough. He's good looking. Although I might have been looking in the mirror when you saw me there. This is really quite bad because one part of the show Jess Wright says she hates people just referring to her as Mark Wright's brother and we've started by by talking about Mark Wright so let's shelve that okay and we'll come back to Mark Wright you can edit that we'll come back to Mark Wright and let's talk about Jess Wright I've no idea who she is really but she's famous from Tawi which is the only way is Essex yes but no one knew that at work at work or around us so maybe didn't really make it to Australia I don't think it did as much. I was surprised that Geordie Shore had, because I'd have thought, accent-wise, Geordie Shore would have been more of a struggle for oh, it would have been, yeah, for He'd non-English so. people. But we should say, yeah, Tawi, the only way is Essex. I wasn't in the UK when this started, so I kind of missed it. I haven't seen it, but you were you aware of it? Because you were living in the UK yeah. 10 okay. years ago? Yeah, it was. I was aware of it, definitely. I've never seen any of it, but I was aware of it, you know... People were on breakfast TV from it or whatever. And what do you call that magazine? Heat magazine and yep. all of that stuff. The other one was um same time as this was Made in Chelsea. You heard of that one? I have heard of that one. So it's like posh folk. So like there was, I, to, to me, correct me if I'm wrong here, there was a sort of a hierarchy of poshness. And they talk they talk about it on the show when Vicky and Jess talk about the snobbishness around these different TV shows. And Made in Chelsea was like at the top, you know, because they're posh people with a lot of money who live in Chelsea, a very well-to-do part of London. Yeah. And then there's Towie. And then Geordie Short seemed to be, to me, at the bottom of that. Yeah, obviously you're, you're totally right. But they are sort of different shows as well. Yes. In that they're not all reality shows there are reality shows, but with a difference. Whereas Geordie Shore was flying the wall, yep, and very probably manipulated. To be honest, Tawi and Made in Chelsea, yes. is it called, were very much called what we call reality scripted, scripted reality. reality. Yeah. Scripted reality, which is, I mean, reality TV isn't reality. Scripted reality is definitely no. not reality. But it seems to be that things happen in these people's lives. The producers find out about it set up a room, put the cameras at two different angles hmm. and then get them to do it again or film it. The, the modern example is Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I think that's scripted reality. Is it? I, right. I think. 
But I see, if I can, you, you brought up uh, Chelsea, Made in Chelsea, or whatever it's called. I think I was in the UK oh, many years ago. I was staying with my sister. Kind of was up early in the morning, couldn't sleep too well. My brother-in-law, Barry, was up. He was off to work. But he recommended I watch some reruns of um, Made in Chelsea. He said it's brilliant. <laughs> really? So I passed some time and a few cups of tea before the rest of the house got up watching that. So cheers, Barry. I hope you don't mind me mentioning that. It, what, what did you think of it? I thought it was all right. Really? Was it watchable? <laughs> yeah, it was watchable. You know, in a certain time of day when you're a bit, oh, no. yeah, what's this? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, so, I mean, you're obviously, you're trying to pretend that you're not into reality TV, but you clearly you do watch quite a lot of it because you knew who Vicky Patson was. You knew who Jess Wright was, did you? <clears throat> no, I didn't, but mm, by immediately it, I thought, oh, is this something to do with Mark Wright? And it was. Yeah. Uh, you've admitted to watching Made in Chelsea. Yes. I know you do watch reality TV currently. What, The Block? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> I'm just going to ask you, you know, what's your favourite reality TV show, Mark? Probably The Office. Uh, actually, somebody, uh, Chamilla from Listen to the Film, tweeted, like, what's your favourite documentary? And I... Uh, I, I was gonna uh, reply. Is the off- <laughs> is the office allowed? But uh, yeah, no, the office. You're not allowed that. Um, what is your favorite one? You know, you're a big reality TV buff. Um, am I favorite reality TV show? Okay, give me a second to think. Okay, look, let me, right, let me rephrase the question. If you had to be on a reality TV show, what one would you be on? Which could be different than what one you'd like to watch. If someone said, right, you're going to be in a reality is TV show. Is Come Dine With Me one? a reality TV show? Yeah, I guess it is. I'll yeah. go Come Dine With Me. Yeah? Yeah. So you go around to people's houses, eat their food, and then go up to an upstairs bedroom and just slag them off. Yeah. Go yeah. into their underwear drawer. And stuff. Yeah, you're yeah. like, look at this. Oh, who's she kidding wearing that? <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. You know, it's me all over. Yeah. yeah. Oysters, what a crazy idea. That sort of thing. Um, okay. Well, you're not going to ask me the question, so I'll answer it myself. I, I I thought about it. Oh, Steve, what, what, what about yourself, mate? <laughs> Thanks for asking, Mark. Survivor, definitely Survivor. It's the only reality TV show, I think, that I've ever watched apart from that first season of Big Brother. But uh, Survivor, I, I don't mind Survivor. I like... What about you know, The Amazing Challenge? Race? Remember that one? Oh, you used to watch... I used to watch the credits and then <laughs> disappear. <laughs> I, I remember like, that. That uh, was the twins. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're still running around. <laughs> oh, that's the best bit over. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I would like Tawi or I'm sure you would. Oh, yeah. talking about Tawi, it's narrated by Denise Van Outen, which is perfect because Denise Van Outen, when we were young, Steve was on telly a lot, and she kind of embraced the term Essex girl. Yeah, she was the archetypal Essex girl, which is a derogatory term for, I guess, loud slag, slag, unintelligent, materialistic girl from Essex, but she kind of. You took that went with her, yeah. Went, went with, with it. it. Went oh, with she it. was a star. Yeah. I liked her. I mean, uh, she's big, really funny. Big Breakfast, her and yeah. Johnny Vaughn, yeah. brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So, what was yeah? I was going to say about Essex. So, yeah, I did a little bit of research for the show, and obviously, as most of us will know, I'm sure you know, Steve, it's to the east of London. Hmm. You get lots of West Ham fans from Essex. You know, West Ham, the big East London team. Um, That's but, confusing. I know it's odd, isn't it? Hmm. But. Um, Interestingly, you know, since the fifties, there's been lots of movement of families from the inner east end of London mm-hmm. to sort of outer east end, and then further into Essex, outside the M25. Yep, yeah. yep. And you know, so the actual stereotypical East End Cockney, you know, which people think yeah. of, wheeling and dealing, being a bit of a geezer, Del Boy, Del Boy, is probably more likely to be found in Essex and Brentwood yeah. Yeah. than it actually is in the East End. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because, well, as you know, I'm a big East Enders fan. Yeah. Well, I'm obviously. not. I'm not actually. But, no. <laughs> but um, I, I do believe East Enders. I've been running for a long time, and it took an awfully long time for an actual family of black people to appear on that show. Yeah. Despite <laughs> and and they were the only black people in the whole street. <laughs> yeah. Which is not possible. No, it's definitely not possible. If you've ever been to London, I mean, no chance. Uh, so perhaps. Good on BBC. You could say that EastEnders is not a reality TV show. Definitely not. No. Um, oh, speaking of soaps, this is an opportunity to talk about Mark Wright again. Lovely looking We're man. We're back to Mark Wright. Lovely looking man. He's married to Michelle Keegan. We have to say sorry to Jess if she ever listens to this. 
Well, if if we bump into her, I will apologise. Uh, maybe you should tweet her about it. Will I? No, no. Um, so yeah, he's married to Michelle Keegan. No, but just because they, Vicky Patson asks about it on the show because obviously Michelle Keegan's a big celebrity. I say obviously, but again, I hadn't heard of her. But you had. Oh yeah, she's I'm a big Corey fan. Pulse. Yeah, so well, it was a big Corey fan ten Coronation years ago. Street. She was, she was on it at the end. Coronation Street and has made a successful acting career since. Yep, and probably. She probably sells clothes and stuff as well, I think. I imagine she does. Um, but yes, when you saw me looking at pictures of Mark Wright, <laughs> some of those were with Michelle Keegan. And as I say, he's a lovely looking man, but they're well matched. They are well matched. A good yeah. looking couple. Yeah. Very good looking couple. Yeah. yeah so, um, but you guess talking about, um, we could talk a bit more about Mark Wright then. I mean, <laughs> Jess did say that she doesn't like being referred to as his um, sister. Yeah. But... He, I guess, is probably the biggest star from Towie. Like you, you said you'd heard of Mark Wright. But he's such a big star that he was presenting, not anymore, I don't think, but he was presenting on an American celebrity talk show oh, really? called Extra, which okay. is on TV in Australia. That's where you might have seen him. Because sometimes on at work, it's sh- like E, the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he's a presenter on that. Yeah, with Mario Lopez. You know Mario Lopez. Oh my gosh, Mark, who are you? You know Mario Lopez. No, I do who that is. He's another great-looking guy <laughs> from Saved by the Bell. Oh. He played that what, character Zach? Screech. <laughs> oh, right. No. I don't know what his character was called. He was, he was the dark-haired the one. No, the dark-haired one. Oh, um, curly hair, that guy. It wasn't curly hair. It was sort of long, sort of mullet-ish. Long, yeah, mullet I thought he had curly hair. Was he? Maybe Zach. wavy, wavy. Oh, my dad would be disgusted. He used to love Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Screech. Oh, I can't remember his name. Kelly was one of them. Um, Principal Belling, Belding, Principal Belding. I can't remember everyone except that guy. Um, he's also, I see Steve, he's also done Dancing with the Stars, like his sister's done, I think. Or, like, sorry, sorry Vicky Patson's done, not his sister. He's done I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. But it's such a weird celebrity reality world, right? Yeah. Because I looked him up, and while looking up this stuff, I found out that he was the best man in Jade Goody's wedding. Do you remember Jade Goody? She was in Big Brother, wasn't she? Big Brother, earlier days in Big Brother. Yep. Maybe she died soon after leaving Big Brother, just the second time she was in it, I think. She was she, back in it. Yeah, yeah, no, she did die young. Yeah. But she got married in 2009, died shortly after. Mm-hmm. So this was before Tawi, two years before Tawi. Is it? And Mark Wright mm-hmm. was best man at her wedding because his one of his best mates, his best mate, I guess, married Jade Goody before she died. Wow. So it's kind of like really so weird world. Like if you'd lived in Essex, you were probably on TV. I think so. Wow. wow. And talking about living in Essex, Vicky mm. Patterson, you know, the stereotypical Geordie, yeah. lives in Brentwood. Does she? Yes. Oh, how does anyone understand anything she's saying? I know. It's just of awful trouble down the shops. So Brentwood is where Tawi is set. Yeah. Brentwood, up to no good. Oh, no, that's Inglewood. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right, so what else? What, oh, what do you think of the intro to the show, Mark? I'm not suggesting we start going through it bit by bit now. But it's a bit late for that, isn't it? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, it didn't start off well, did it? No, it didn't. The, the quote from Vicky Patterson, which comes up later on. Oh, I'm a bit scared of Fanny's. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What the heck? But it was and good. Then, to, it was good. It was actually good to put that out there because if we were normal listeners, I would have been like, "Ah, fair enough. Thanks for that. I'll turn it off." <laughs> if, you if know what I mean? We could have. Yeah. We'd be like, "Okay, it's pretty clear now. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Not for me." Although we would have missed then later on the the, the full conversation about that, where they conf- <laughs> compare um, that part of the human anatomy to. The wardrobe in the line, the witch in the wardrobe. Yeah, which was which was funny. That was jest. That uh, yeah, that, that was quite a good metaphor. Yeah, I think Vicky Patterson actually was quite funny at times. Yeah. Um, through this, she meant one time I thought she was actually quite funny. She mentions that in interviews, she sometimes gets asked to tell them something surprising about her, and she says, "Oh, yeah, I've got a degree." Mm. And they're like, "Oh, wow, uh, what's it in?" And she's like, oh, that's not important. Move on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like that. And then Jess said, oh, what is it in? <laughs> yeah. No. Was it drama studies? Drama or and media studies yeah. or something. Like, oh, okay. 
Um, so yeah, any any other highlights from it, Mark? Anything? Well, we haven't said what the podcast is about. Apparently, it's about finding what it's about. your happily ever after in your thirties. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, they mentioned that in the last sentence. I think both these girls have got boyfriends, and so they're congratulating each other for that quite yes. a lot. Quite yeah. a lot. Yeah, well done. Happily ever after. I believe Vicky Patson has been going out with her boyfriend for eighteen months or something. Yeah, but she's that's, so it's happily ever after. Definitely. And he's from uh, Tawi. Just weird how it all links together. It is weird. Yeah. So if you want to get on TV, right, take home message. Move to Brentwood. Move to Brentwood. You will definitely be on TV. If you're not actually on TV, you will be going out with somebody who's on TV and eventually end up on TV. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. And so about that, yeah, Vicky told us that the whole nation was desperate for Jess to find a nice man. I think the whole nation really... But, you know, the fact that she did find someone, they were saying, it just shows that there's someone out there for everyone, even when you're 33. Uh, yeah. Just, it will happen for you. It will. Definitely. You will get your happily ever after. They say a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Like, this is rubbish. But I'm no, not sure, Steve, that she is the poster girl for the every woman. I mean, she's very attractive. Jess, right? She's apparently famous. She's definitely hanging out at red carpet TV events and award shows, meeting loads of people. She's not struggling in social scenarios. You know, this is not... She has a bit of stage fright. Yeah, but that was interesting, stage fright, actually. Mm. I think that was probably the most interesting bit of the the podcast, where she was auditioning for a band called The Saturdays, which I'd never heard of. I've heard of The Saturdays. Okay, I, I hadn't. Frankie from The Saturdays? What's that? It's just a girl who was in the Saturdays. Okay, now I don't know anything about it. But apparently they've sold over 8 million records, so yeah, they must be famous enough in your sort of circles. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I've heard of them, I couldn't name a tune, but okay. I, I remember them being famous, yeah. But obviously Jess has grown up, you know, singing, dancing, acting, going to drama school. But like Bernhard Langer, she has the yips. <laughs> she went on stage and couldn't sing, like not, nothing came out. Just she try a long putter? <laughs> she should have done. <laughs> Um, but I thought that was fascinating and she was quite honest and open about it you yeah, know and it, yeah. it's but, a weird thing that isn't it oh apparently uh, Bob Dylan and Van Morrison both famously had terrible stage fright what a trio and would get round for dinner I Van Morrison Bob Dylan <laughs> and Jess Wright well when you're on Come Dine With Me you could do it with them that'd be brilliant They'd all like that, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Van Morrison, famously, very affable chap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get on well. I think you get on well with him. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, another thing and, uh, to get on TV. Again, Tina from work. Mm-hmm. We were talking to her about uh, Geordie Shore. Yeah. And um, she said, oh, a girl from my grade at school was on that show X on the Beach, which Vicky Pattinson, Patterson is was on. Was it the same version she was on? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. Because, but they did come to Australia for it. I know that. Yeah, so X on the Beach is, as far as I understand it... This will be wrong. I probably will be wrong because I didn't actually look it up. It's just the impression I got is it's a load of people from other like uh, reality TV shows who've split up and then they appear on this show and it's really awkward because their exes are all there. Oh, and no one told them. That was going to... Oh. I don't know if no one told them or, or, or what. But anyway, she's on X on the Beach... Uh, so and I said, what, 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 what girl? And and she said, that slag from my grade. <laughs> <laughs> She's on it, and then she showed us like her intro bit, and it was like, I just, yeah, that's probably fair enough, because um, I'm not sure how much of this I can say, but anyway, <laughs> one of her things, I, I'll just say how she ends her little intro piece is, it's, and I know how to ride it. It's not a horse. Okay. Yep. So is that enough. it's that level. That level. It's, it's not a it's not a bike either, Mark. I know that. <laughs> um so yeah. And I was also asking at work, like what's the what's the top reality show at the minute? What would you say? At the moment, the block. Mm. Mm, it probably is at the moment because the others aren't on, but I mean of this kind, this kind of trash. Uh, what's it called? Bachelor shows? No, is that done now, isn't it? Batch. No, batch is still on. Okay, but is batch. it? Is it is That's it, what it's called. Batch. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And the um, other one? Come on, the other one. What's the other what one? What is one watch? Um, oh, everything. Would it be? What? That's about. Love Island? Love Island. Yeah, no, he likes that. Maths? What? Maths? Oh, Married at First Sight? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, I genuinely, whenever people started talking about maths, 
I did think they were talking about maths. No, said, you didn't. I, I did. I was like, they were like, have you seen maths? What do you mean? Have, have I seen maths? Yes, of course I've seen maths. What are you, what are you on about? Uh, always doing algebra. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, so yeah, maths. Married at first sight. There's a lot of quality programming out there. Yep. Uh, so anyway, look, we we summarizing this podcast. Have we even met, talked about the podcast? We haven't talked one bit about it. Um, mm. A couple of other things. Jess is getting married next year. Oh, and the whole the whole unsurprisingly the world is with her. they are they're just unsurprisingly she can't give any details away because weirdly I didn't she think she would contract? do it. She signed a contract with Hello Magazine. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Who'd thought Hello Magazine still had any money to give to people for their weddings? Like, I, who's buying magazines? I, I, I don't know. Certainly I, not people of that age should be interested in Jess Wright, surely. I, I don't know. I've never uh, have known who bought magazines apart from dentists, doctors, you know, people who have waiting rooms and they only seem to buy ones from 10 years previously, so... I, yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> you know, so. you can buy you can buy those, like... Actually, to be fair, I used to work in a place that, that bought Hello and OK Magazine every week, or month, or yes, whatever but, it comes but out. but you wouldn't right now. That same place wouldn't buy it, I don't think. Another. Because everyone's on their phone. No one's reading magazines. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. That's true. Hmm. Hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I have no idea. Anything else about the podcast? I'd say one thing. Again, if they start talking about having kids. Mm. They're both in their 30s. They don't have kids. They talk about, as as being a woman, they wanted to enjoy themselves in their 20s. And I guess a lot of women are starting to set out in their careers at this time, um, living their lives. And kids is something that they sort of push further down the road. But as they say, and it's it's true, the biological clock keeps ticking. And mm. I guess that's a genuine stress for women generally that find themselves in their 30s, maybe single and worrying about having kids. And I think that was a fair enough thing to bring up. It yeah, wasn't no, explored terribly deeply, but, no, but it, is, it is a fair point. They do mention it like, intermittently through it. And it is a fair point because suddenly they point out that yeah you, you know you're supposed to be having fun having a great time whatever and then suddenly people are going oh geez what are you doing like you're not getting any younger yeah and then there's like no transition period it's just like Oof, what, what are you playing at you gotta get sorted get settled down uh but the vicky patson says oh you know we need to normalize having a baby in your in your 30s your late 30s whatever you like, oh i don't think we should you know no, in, terms of, in terms of statistics and complications with births and things that probably shouldn't be normalised. And who made her chief medical officer in the UK? It's well, weird. Well, to be honest, I'd probably be happy to give her a crack at it based on the current um, oh. incumbent. Oh, no, I have to cut um, that out. <laughs> yeah, it, anyone could have a have a go at the minute. But um, So uh, oh, one other thing they talk about be, like being starstruck, starstruck moments, you know, like meeting pop stars and celebrities and whatever. Um, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, I can ask Mark. Has he ever been starstruck? But then I thought... Sure, he's always hanging out backstage at gigs. Well, I was he meets um, stars all the time. I was a, a, a urinal beside Ali McCoist, oh, friend of uh, Barry's. Yes, friend, yeah. very good friend of Barry's. <laughs> I was slightly starstruck. I was trying to chat to him, but that urinal yeah, was stop, weird. But then yeah. I had a, had, a, had, a, had a bit of a chat to him, then washing our hands, I guess. But um, yeah, yeah, I was slightly starstruck there. But yeah, we have to bring that up in another podcast. Barry, my, Bar- and my brother-in-law, story. we will have to. Basically, yeah, Barry binned off Ali McCoy. <laughs> I'll tell you more mate. detail another time. <laughs> sorry, mate. Well, I, my my one celebrity story, oh, two, I suppose. I saw David Hasselhoff in an airport once. Whoa. So that was exciting. He wasn't running, though. Uh, but Was he in his swimwear? Yeah, yeah, no, he was just wearing, yeah, swimwear. I mean, it wouldn't have been the cast member I'd have chosen to see from Baywatch, if I could choose, probably. Um, who would that have been? Uh, the, the the cop guy. Can't remember his name. <laughs> he, was, he was hilarious <laughs> on the quad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy was always at the quad. I don't know. Could he walk? Overly I don't dressed. Know if he could walk. Um, really, really overly dressed. Um, but uh, no, uh, I, I sat beside. Well, to be fair, Kerry sat beside them. I was one seat away. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner in, oh, in the yeah. theatre once going to see Matilda. Nice. Um, you told me you weren't starstruck. You bugged them. No, it wasn't starstruck. No, I, I did. I, I spoke to him, oh, yeah. but I, in the interval, yeah. I was just ended up standing opposite him, waiting for my family to come back from the toilet, and he was just standing there, 
basically trying not to be harassed. You so I harassed him. Harassed no, I good man. Good man. No, I just said, oh, well yeah, that's a good show, isn't it? Whatever. Um, but he was getting an awful lot of attention from people. I did feel a bit sorry for him. He was just trying to go out. But yeah. He was loving it, Steve. Probably, probably, but that's it. That's my brush with celebrity. That's it. Well, uh, mate, look, I think we've covered this podcast like from top to toe, really, haven't we? I mean, oh, that's probably it. Every, every covered. Word, is it? Do we want to summarise now? I think so. I mean, in summary, we should probably. Well, I mean, let's face it. Clearly, neither of us got anything from it. But it's I mean, not. I'm, it's not I'm, aimed at us, and I'm, it's so. I'm that's not, sure not criticism. Who, I, yeah, but I'm not sure who would like it. Um, Mate, even, it gets a even, lot more downloads than this garbage podcast gets. Oh, that's true. No, we can't, yeah. We have to admit that it has a following. It's in the charts, so I can't remember what number it was, but it must, it was must, high. Be, must be doing it was all right. Up, yeah. Yeah. Are we scoring it? I don't think it would be fair to score it because it's so much not for us that it would be ridiculous to try and give it a score. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Just I think I think we're we're, we're, we're confused you know, Vicky Patterson is obviously doing her best. She's she's making a career for herself. She's probably very successful, doing really well. Not critical of her in any way. Mm. It's just it's just so odd and bizarre that, and it's not for middle aged men that it's it'd be, say, it'd be ridiculous it, to if say. If you're a middle aged man from Belfast, not for you. Well, Balamina is different. Balamina's different. What do you it? think? Balamina is more a Balamina. <laughs> it's of more thing? of a Balamina thing. It is more a Balamina thing. Yeah. So uh, that's all we can say, really. Cool. All right. Well, I guess mate, that's that done. It's time to spin your wheel of our indie podcast wheel to see what we're going to review next week. The wheel of fortune or misfortune, possibly. Okay. Yeah, possibly. You doing your sound effect? No. Okay. What have we landed on, mate? We've landed on sport. Indie podcasts and sport? Yeah. No, there's a lot. Is there there's, some out there? Yeah, no, there definitely are. I definitely, I can think of a few, quite a few that follow us and I follow. Okay, well, cool. We'll, we'll compile a list in the usual way, but we would really be very, very grateful to any listeners to send us some suggestions for indie podcasts that they like. It's always better to get a suggestion, which worked really well for music. We came up with some really good ones yeah, for music. Yeah, really good. So yeah, get on to get on to us on Twitter and yeah, let us know some sports indie podcast. Mm-hmm. We will we'll uh, we'll review them next time. Speaking of Twitter, Mark, yeah, mate, just remembered. But we've had some you know good good interaction with some of the guys that we um, uh, the music podcasts. Okay, um, and I've listened listened to the latest Infectious Groove podcast. Uh, yeah, we we get, we get a mention. Um, a good mention. Sort of. Oh, uh, <laughs> what's happened? Well, I, I don't know if you remember, whenever I, I was talking about it, I was saying that um, it's presented by Michelle, Kyle, and another guy whose name you didn't I, mention. I, didn't, yeah, I didn't pick up. Because they don't he mention that. He didn't introduce himself yeah. when he talks to Michelle and Kyle. Um, well, okay, two things. I've since realized, having listened to quite a few more of their excellent, excellent podcasts, that at the end there's a credits bit. You know, I just switch off when the music kind of starts. Oh, that's okay. There's a credits you know, bit just switch and, off. And it says, it says his name. His name is Russ. But at the start of their latest podcast, they mention that they're reviewed by us. Uh, and they make, and he says, oh, and they, they make a thing of um, me not mentioning my name. And uh, so, hi, I'm Russ. <laughs> <laughs> and he, cool. and like, the whole way through, about the first 10 minutes, he keeps going. So it's me again, Russ here. <laughs> it's, it's quite So, funny. mate, we are influencing people. We're social media influencers, Mark, I believe. Wow. I think that's, yeah. When do we get the money? Contracts. Yeah. Contracts will come raining in. Uh, so I did a, a, a message him and said, look, oh, sorry about making a thing of that. It's just I should have listened to the credits. But he's cool about it. It was it was cool. That's really nice. Uh, I guess you should, we should say as well that we've appeared on the, uh, or guested on oh, the most recent episode right. of uh, Cold Callers Comedy. Cold Callers. Yeah, you say appeared. We, we, we stole the show, Mark. <laughs> oh, God. But not in a good way. <laughs> We stole the show by taking forever and a day to finally drag out the answer to their one star. Don't give it away. Review. Oh no, we wouldn't give it away. Uh, well, don't worry. Everyone's going to have got it long before we did. Oh dear. Um, but you know, it, it was it was good. Lots of fun being on that podcast. Though. Funny, that was cool. Wasn't uh, it? it was fun, and and I was cringing slightly listening to it. Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't listened to it. I'm you, too scared. To. Well, you have to listen. <laughs> you have to listen. Don't don't necessarily pl- 
play it for an audience <laughs> okay. of people that you want to respect you. <laughs> so, Why are we talking about it? I don't know. <laughs> Cut that out. Uh, no. So anyway, that was good. So right, next week, two weeks time. Sorry, we will have sport. So in the meantime, yeah, any any indie podcasts that um, cover sport of any kind, any kind of sport, we'd be keen to hear from you. That'd be good. At podcast should on Twitter. All right, guys. Well. Here we are again, two days after our recording. We're back, adding something on to the podcast. What's happened, Steve? Uh, I've thought of some really important points about Vicky Patterson that we've missed out. Okay, or did you forget the quiz? Oh, it might be that. Yeah, no, I think it is. I don't know how I'm supposed to remember the quiz. Nah, it's weird. It's the only thing you do have to do for the podcast. Every single time, yeah. Strange. I was actually thinking, though, it reminds me a little bit of Seinfeld. Oh. The, ep- the episode where George Costanza leaves his hat behind at the girl's apartment, so oh, the, he's got an excuse hat. to yeah. go back to <laughs> see her. And I sort of feel like you do this, you kind of leave here and you go, oh, he didn't notice there's no quiz. I can get I can back and see him that, again. That's what's going on, Mark. Uh, not, not that you have an inflated ego or anything. Let's bring him down a peg or two, Mark. Mm. I know you like a quiz. Yeah, okay. Here we go. No, something different this time. Okay. Because, you know, getting bored doing it all is so repetitive all the time, so... So, right, the the show we reviewed, uh, where is Vicky Patterson from, quite uh, obviously? Newcastle. 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 Yeah. And her guest was from... Essex. Essex. So, quite identifiable accents. Oh, f- and yep. we know that you've had problems in the past with identifying oh, accents, yeah. haven't you? Yorkshire it's, and Lancashire. It's right, <laughs> murder up the, north. <laughs> the war of the roses. You, yeah. yeah. So, we have some uh, voice memos. Oh, cool. For, uh, of uh, different accents, largely around the UK, but I'm throwing in a few from around the world. All right. Uh, all in English, you'd be glad to know. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm going to play you a little clip. It's people reading the same thing. And I've traveled far and wide to, to gather these. Um, okay, cool. No, I got them off a website. Uh, don't, so don't tell people that. Oh, right, sorry. Right. Uh, okay. Well, here we go. Easy one to start with. She put on a plain yellow dress and a fleece jacket, picked up her kit and headed for work. When she got there, there was a woman with a goose waiting for her. The woman gave Sarah an official letter from the vet. Oh, I'm actually not sure. That was quite nondescript. Can I hear it again? You can hear it again, yeah. She put on a plain yellow dress and a fleece jacket, picked up her kit and headed for work. When she got there, there was a woman with a goose waiting for her. The woman gave Sarah an official letter from the vet. Okay, well, what country? I'm going England. Yes, good, good. Letter from the vet. It was quite... I was thinking Southern England initially, and then I've changed completely to Northern England. Well, that is the sign of someone who can really zero in on an yeah, accent, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Come on, Mark. Gonna, well, I'll just say, um, I, I will say, a sort of a kind of posh Yorkshire accent. <laughs> you love to say Yorkshire accent, <laughs> do you? It's Surrey. Is it? Yeah, you were, it your first he, things were, it was when he said were correct. Litter from the vet. I don't know, there was something about yeah. it. Oh, all right. Okay, so here we go. Like home County's accent. That, to be honest, that was one of the hardest ones. Okay. I do like to give you a... I do like to give you a hard one, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Anyway, Geordie Shore. Here we go. <laughs> she put on a plain yellow dress and fleece jacket, picked up her kit and headed for work. When she got there, there was a woman with a goose waiting for her. The woman gave Sarah an official letter from the vet. The letter implied the animal could. Okay, well, I'm going Wales, and yep. I'll go, like, I guess, South Wales. You know, do you, do you want Rhonda? Uh, is that in South Wales? Rhonda? Oh, I don't know. Is that North Rhonda. Wales? That might be North Wales. I don't know. Wales. I'm giving you Wales. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Well done. Well, well done. Okay. Generous, to be honest. Uh, here we go. With its path high above and its two ends apparently beyond the horizon, there is, according to legend, a boiling pot of gold at the end. People look. Now, this one you have to be specific on because it's from your home country. Yeah, it's in from fact, Northern Ireland, obviously. He is wearing a Northern Ireland football shirt right now, <laughs> so... Uh, okay, going to hear it again then. All right. With its path high above and its two ends apparently beyond the horizon, there is, according to legend, a boiling pot of gold at the end. People look... It's good to get the Irish person to say pot of gold. <laughs> um, I'm, I don't oh, think it's Belfast. One. It's not Derry. I'm going to go Balamina. 
Your hometown? Yeah, well, I just thought it might be in a... Po- Again, it's slightly posh accent. That's not... It's Derry. Was, is that posh Derry? There's yeah. a GR in the, in the sentence, I guess. I suppose, yeah, they should have put that in. It's Derry. Was it? Where are your grannies from? Mom? I know, but that's not... That, that was... Yeah, that wasn't a strong Derry accent, was it? That was your granny. I just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Let's mix it up a little. The mouth disease which was surprising because normally you would only expect to see it in a goat. Sarah was sentimental, so this made her feel sorry for the bird. The geese began to strut around the office like a lunatic. This made it... That guy's not very good at reading, clearly. No. So, I... Which is in itself a clue, possibly. <laughs> yeah, well, it's an American accent. Yeah. It sounds more of a southern, like Texas. I don't know. Uh, good effort. It's, it's southern. It's Alabama. Oh, okay. Alabama. Uh, yeah, it's not really All right. Texas. Do you okay. want... Well, what will I give you? Oh, here we go. You'll, you'll get this, Mark. On her first morning, she felt stressed. She had a bowl of porridge, checked herself in the mirror, and washed her face in a hurry. Then she put on a plain yellow dress and a fleece jacket, picked up her kit and headed for work. So you said I'd get this. It's a Northern English accent. It is, yes. Go Yorkshire. (laughs) (laughs) You've learnt nothing. It's Lancashire. Is it? Oh, no. Uh, All right. Well, that'll do you. Well, it was a a good effort. You were, on the whole, in, in within... Two to three thousand kilometres of most of yeah, those. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, so that's the quiz, Mark. Failed again. Yeah, fair enough. All right, well, cheers, mate. I guess that's us done. Well, cheers, Steve. Cheers, Mark. <laughs>